0: All right, welcome to Teaching Others Also. Good morning. Here we are. It's Monday, December 27th, 2021. Go to Psalm 90, please. Psalm 90. I don't know what you do or what your habits are, and I do understand, I totally understand that uh, that technically there's no difference between what will happen in one week, okay, like between Friday night of this week and Saturday morning. I understand that, I get it, I promise you I do, but I also know this, that between New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, it does mark a calendar year. We're going to read the whole Psalm of Psalm 90, but I wanted to bring your attention to verse 12, which is why we're in Psalm 90, at least for a day or so. This morning we're in Psalm 90, I'm going to read the Psalm, but I want to bring your attention to verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. There is a lot in that verse alone. But we're going to read the psalm, but we're going to be talking about time. Uh, We're going to be talking about entering a new year, bringing in the new year and all that. We're going to talk about the fact that, yes, it's just a, a few hour period between Friday evening and Saturday morning but god has always given us things and he gives them to us in his bible to remind us what is appropriate and so it is appropriate to think about a new year it is appropriate to think about the year that's passing out and the year that you're entering into that's appropriate if you do it in a biblical manner so let's start let's read let's read here in verse in uh, psalm chapter 90 Psalm 90, we begin reading in verse 1. Lord, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever, Thou hadst formed the earth and the world. Even from everlasting to everlasting Thou art God. So God has forever time. Thou turnest man to destruction and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood, they are as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth, and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. We'll come back to these verses and comment. The days of our years are three score and 10, three score years and 10, that's 70. And if by reason of strength, they be four score years, which is 80, it is their, it is their strength, it, it's, It yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that We may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us and the years wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Under Psalm 90 there and almost all the copies of my King James Bible, it'll say a prayer of Moses, the man of God. And you think about Moses and all these things. For example, we're going to talk about bringing in the new year, entering the new year. And I don't imagine I'm going to come anywhere near saying what's on my heart and mind. what I see in this passage in just one day, of course. And it's almost like, you know, kind of perfect timing that Friday will be the end of this calendar year. By the way, we use calendars and all that kind of stuff on purpose. He said, teach us to number our days. That's what a calendar is. It's a graph with numbered days upon it. So he he didn't say number our dates. He said number our days. And our days, when they're numbered, become dates that we use. So it is a biblical thing in this side of the fall of man, on this side of the garden, until we get to the all the glorified existence we're going to have someday on this side of it it behooves us to number our days now this week of course what are we doing we're counting down some are counting up i don't know but the whole idea is this is is i want to say this uh, just a few thoughts is that time is from the lord time is not a bad thing now the hustle the bustle the cram everything into this, the cram everything into that, that's not the right use of time. But time is of the Lord. He even talks about measuring by years in verse 4. Look at it, please. For a thousand years in thy sight, or but as yesterday. So he's saying a thousand years, or as a day. And a day is a thousand years. You're going to find that over in Second Peter 3. And you're going to find that God has a timetable. It works on the basic idea of a week, which would be seven days. If each of those days to the Lord is a thousand years, that's seven thousand years. We are right now around the six thousand year mark from when Adam left the Garden of Eden in the fall. We know that there's at least one more day in God's calendar, the millennium, a thousand years. So we are. It is winding down, winding up. Either way you want to look at it. Okay. As far as ending the six thousand, the six days. The sand is running out of the hourglass. Understand that God's never late. God knows how he's counting time. And you're not going to get it where you can sit there and say, Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Here he comes. He said he's not going to let you do that. He said you can know it's coming. You can be ready for it. But he's not going to let you do that. So we think about time. Time. So here it is, Monday the 27th. Today, we're going to just... Introduce you a little bit to the idea of bringing in the new year and, of course, out, out with the old, in with the new. Now, that means that there's times for introspection. That's good. And reflection. That's great. But the thing we want to understand is that the time is all around us. Let, let me ask you a question. This is just a thought provoker for the day. Whose time are you spending? Whose time are you using up? Whose time are you living? Now, the world would have you think that it's yours to do with as you please. And the flesh would like that. But it's not true. At the end of each life, we're going to go. We're going to stand before God on the appointed day. And he's going to ask us what we did with what he gave us, which is called a life. And that life is spent, as he gave us an idea in verse 10 of of our Psalm 90 that we're going to be in this week, the days of our years are three score years and ten. That's 70 years. And in the Bible, when Moses was writing it, the idea was, now look, we know Moses was 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the backside, or as someone called it, the backslide of the desert, and 40 years leading. So that's 120 But God knew in his timing that 70 would be a, would be a pretty good ripe old age. Now we know many people live on beyond that. They do. And many don't. Here's the thing to remember. If you think of your 70 years, you've got seven decades. Well, your first decade from one, age one to 10, that's kind of like a growing up thing. I don't know how, you know, accountable. Uh, your second decade from there to 20, Probably still, you know, growing and training and all that. You know, not quite the huge accountability yet. <clears throat> but <clears throat> you start thinking from 20 on if you, <laughs> if you get your 70, so that's 50 years, half a century of accountability. That's a lot to give account of, ain't it? You know, the average person doesn't think that way. And the world doesn't want you to think that. Your money is God's money. The world doesn't want you to think that your time is God's time. The world doesn't want you to think that your abilities are a gift from God. The world does not want you to think that you are a steward. They want you to be an owner. Now, there are some twists on that nowadays. You know, you're a steward for the earth, okay? You're a steward for humanity and all that. No, you're a steward on behalf of God Almighty. Now, here's what I'm just saying. As we think about this week, we think about bringing in the new year, entering into a new year, leaving an old year. It's a good thing to slow down. He says in verse one, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. It's a good thing to look over your shoulder and see what God's done this year. You should truly count your blessings and name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. You should do that. He said, verse 2, before the mountains were brought forth, wherever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. It's important to understand. God knew where we would be in 2021. He knew where we would be in 2022. He knew where we would be when it comes to pestilence, when it comes to pandemics, when it comes to all that sort of stuff. He knew. He knew and he knows. There is forever time with God. There is no time in some sense, but there is because He gives us a way of understanding things because He is infinite and we are finite. Okay? You remember in math, some of you, you would be doing a division problem and an X number into a Y number, and it would come out, and at the end of it, you'd have dot, 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 meaning that you would keep getting that partial answer out into infinity. Well, that's where God is. He lives on both sides of infinity, but we don't. When he speaks of the past, he says in verse 3 Thou turnest man to destruction, sayest, Return, ye children of men. You know, time and events and things of this year are supposed to turn us to God more. You don't have to look over your shoulder and every time something difficult or hard happened and say God was beating you or mad at you or anything. But you, you've got to look at it and let it move you, push you to God. He said in verse 5, Thou carriest them away as with the flood. They are as asleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. Let's get this picture. Your life is short. It's a vapor, he says in James. It's a vapor. It just, it's like go put the kettle on the stove or something and then watch that steam coming out and watch. It's still there. It's in the air, but you don't see it anymore. There was a time when you did not exist. There will never be a time when you cease to exist, as the old preacher B.R. Lakin would say. He said in verse 8, Thou set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. And so we are reminded that we must face God when it comes to our life, our sins. He said our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. It's a good time to say, Lord, between you and me, what have I done this year? Have I harbored an attitude? Have I harbored a spirit? Have I been slothful in the things that I should be diligent in with the Lord? He said all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. Have you noticed towards the end? There's more and more tales that get told. Stories. A tale is not a lie. A tale is a story. Now you might tell something that's a tale, okay? You might say tell something that's an old wives tale, but that doesn't mean that everything someone says is a tale. As in a made up story, as in a lie. A tale is just repeating stuff. It's like uh it's a rehearsal of events. It's a narrative. Uh, it might be someone talking about, you know, a trip. Or it might be talking about something about their travels or adventures. It might be somebody, you know, recounting a historical event. He said, and this is we'll pull up today, we spend our years as a tale that is told. So understand that it, we might get another year. A year ago, I wasn't sure I had a year. I was feeling pretty rough about this time of year, and I know other people are. And by the way, listen, listen, people are having difficulties with a whole lot more things than just a virus, a, a pandemic. So would you do this? Would you take this week, walk along with me, and let's look at time. Let's look at bringing in the new year, ringing out the old year, ringing in the new whatever. And let's think about time is from the Lord. Every minute he gives you, every breath he gives you. See you in the morning.